is the 77 WABC minicast. Well, um, last night I had the chance to talk with Mayor Eric Adams. And I was talking with him. He, they launched, by the way, a very powerful lawsuit against social media companies for their effects on kids, some of the harmful effects. I say bravo to him for doing that. Yes. And also I asked him about migrants and also crime in New York related to gangs. This is a little bit of what he had to say. It was really interesting. And Mayor Adams, you, you brought up also gangs, too. I want to just ask you briefly, because people are so concerned about some of the headlines we've seen of late in New York with the Venezuelan gangs and MS-13, another brutal gang, uh, that they may be joining forces and may be part of some of the things which have been the robberies. We've also seen, sadly, the beatdown of the police officer in Times Square, the two officers. That was so horrible. How do we control it? What can be done to clamp down? And this is such a this is such an important conversation because we want to be clear. Uh, the the pathway to the American dream is something every immigrant has experienced, and this is a city of immigrants. And by identifying a small number of people who are participating in either gang or criminal behavior, we don't want to demonize. Uh, the hundreds of thousands of people who come to our country to participate in the American dream, all of our ancestries attached to that dream, that dream is still alive. But we must make a tough decisions, to, again, to do the right thing. And if we identify a pocket of people doing illegal behavior, we don't want to be so politically correct that we're not going to correct the problem we're facing. There's a potential that there is a small group of people who came into the country that have criminal behavior. We're going to identify them. It appears as though this is in not only in New York, but in parts of Florida and other parts of the country. And our goal is to use uh, Interpol and use other law enforcement, both city, state, and federal, to identify those criminal behaviors and clap down on them. But at the same time, we must always keep the American dream alive and well and never use these as excuses to deny people the pursuit of that. We must secure our borders. We must have a decompression strategy. We must make sure that the federal government pick up the price tag that's associated to the migrant and asylum seeker issue. But we must also not demonize the entire population. And joining us now to talk about all of this and a lot more is the chief of patrol at the NYPD, Chief Shell, Chief John Shell. Thank you, Chief. We always love having you on. And, um, you know, we were just talking, as you heard, I was talking with the mayor about just how dangerous it is with these gangs, especially the Venezuelan gang and also now MS-13, two ruthless gangs. And it just came out, Chief Shell, that the migrants that were busted for that horrible beating of your fellow cops there in Times Square, which was just reprehensible when we've seen what the video and what they went through that they were part of the train de Aragua, which is the uh, train from Aragua in Venezuela. That's a really ruthless gang. What are you guys dealing with on the streets? So you're, you're correct. This, this, we, we know that this gang or parts of it is in our city. We do know they were in Chicago. So we're sharing intelligence there. We do know through some of our debriefings of people we speak to that they are into property crime as it relates to retail theft, as it relates to pickpockets, uh, robberies, and purse snatches. So we know what the problem is. We know 
who's doing it. Now we have to put it all together and we got to put them in jail. And it's going to take some time to do that because we're talking about all our resources, our federal partners, our state partners, our detective bureau. As that's occurring, as individual acts of uh, uh, violence or theft occurs, we have to work with our DAs to, to take them off the street. So you just referred to the the guy that was arrested for assaulting my cop who was released that day, was indicted on February 7th, was supposed to be in court today for that assault, and then lo and behold, on the 14th, him and five others go into a Macy's and try as, a, as one crew and try to do that retail theft. He used to look out. They all get arrested. And I'm glad to say today he's sitting in Rikers Island on $100,000 bail. Yeah, but another one is out. Uh, some, a church even put it up. How does that make you feel when you hear some other people are, are posting the bail? Well, the other one made uh, uh, someone paid his $15,000 bail. Uh, we do have sympathizers out there with different thoughts that we can't control that. It's the system we live in. Um, but again, we're just going to, we know what the problems are. We know the street crime. We know who we're dealing with. And just like any other group of people doing crimes, we're going to be relentless on pursuit to keep the city safe. Carbonetti, uh, question. Do you have any interaction with the migrants? Let's take, let's take the Roosevelt Hotel as an example. Do you have an opportunity to tell them, Hey, your kids are going to be approached and potentially recruited by some of these gangs. You better warn them off of it because they're all going to go to jail for the rest of their lives. Do you have that opportunity to have that dialogue with these people? We do. So months ago, and we still do it, when there is an issue, let's say, let's say moped's still been an issue, right? How to to, to, uh, register a moped, insurance. We will send our community affairs people into these hotels to, to talk to them as groups, individuals and or groups, to explain the right way to do things. So we have, we have done that, and we do do that. We're putting up new posters now about if you see something, say something. So we're approaching it the same way with any other group of people. The rules and regs, what to do, how can you help us, 1-800-CRIME-STOPPERS. So, yes, we do do that. Great. And, uh, Governor Patterson, you got a quick question for Chief Shell. Well, Chief, if uh, an outside organization, a church or something, puts up the bail money, it speaks to still whether or not the defendant is going to be available for trial. So even though they put the money up, I don't know why a judge would have let that particular person out. And the answer was, as soon as he got out, you never saw him again until he got caught in another crime. Yes, absolutely, Governor. And there's a, there's a, a surety here, and you see where that money's coming from. Now, we assume it's coming from good places, but you have to check once in a while. And coupled with what you just said, that's incumbent upon the judge and, and, our, and our system to do that. So, yes, we, I, I, I agree with you. And, again, we have to get better at doing this. Because our city is, uh, you know, getting hurt by a small minority of, uh, in this case, a migrant crew that, that's hurting on the office. By the way, Chief, did you get those Nathan's hot dogs over to the guy on 82nd Street and 2nd Avenue, the 91-year-old gentleman? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. What happened, so, Chief? So I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought that up. That, these are the most important things of the day. So he wasn't a fan of the hot dog, but he mentioned the, the French fries numerous times. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. So, <laughs> they were they were delivered, okay, and he was great. great uh, he was very appreciative. Phase three of this is when he gets better. I'm figuring around April when Coney Island opens up. We're gonna pick him up. We're gonna take a stroll down the boardwalk because I gotta tell you, this man makes us all look bad. He's strong as an ox, a great conversationalist, um, and, and truly an inspiration. And I'm glad to report 
that uh, sharp eyed cops in our transit system uh, saw the saw the bad guy and and, and, and grabbed him up. And You're my guy, thank Chief. goodness, Great. thank uh, Chief Shell. Thank you so much, and keep up Anytime. the great work. We love having you here, and always support our great men and women in blue. Thanks for all you do. Have a great night, guys. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 